Raymond, uh, thank you, thank you for coming to the podcast, man. I'm glad to <laughs> be here. Yeah. So we'll just first go back in time to your podcast, the Radio Active podcast. How was that on why did you leave? Having a podcast, as you'd know, is very... It looks easy before you start. Yeah. But then when you learn that you need to be very consistent, and now it's very competitive, you never want to do something and you're not excellent at it. So it's very hard. One thing that I found really hard to do was multi Are you was a perfectionist? I wouldn't say, but now the way the world is, you have to, this capitalistic world, you have to be excellent at what you do. So I had a YouTube channel, my vlog channel, and the podcast channel, which a lot of people don't know. But I had to, I had to pick one and just get good at that. I was doing both of them decently well. Yeah, yeah, and you yeah. can never really make progress when you're doing two things decently well. You have to be extremely good at one thing. So... Um, how I found doing the podcast to answer your question was very demanding. Before I started, it looked like, no, you just have a guest for one hour. You know, you just call him, you just have a guest for one hour. But it's not just one hour. You have to prepare before. As you know, you have to prepare before. You have to take care of the guests. You have to edit the video. You have to look. Even if you have an editor, you have to look through the edit. <sighs> Provide different perspectives. But if that was the challenge, isn't then original content, the one you're doing, isn't it more hectic? It's way more hectic. But <laughs> the way I made the decision of which one I was going to pick yeah. was which one has more potential? Where can I make the most progress with the, with the time that I have? Mm -hmm. Where would I make the most progress? There's a lot of people doing podcasts. So it's very, very hard to stand out. You'd have to be doing something extremely different. Um... Or just more consistently, because even consistency, there's not too many people that are very consistent that's right now in the African podcast space. Mm -hmm. Consistent quality. Um, but my vlog channel, it's very, very hard for people to get into that space. And to be honest, I prefer doing that. It's more fulfilling to me. I, like, I, find, I find it very hard to express myself on podcasts. Like, I'm a character. I like to... I couldn't see it in your podcast. You still wanted to influence <laughs> yeah. Do these and like the energy was for like a web series. Yes. But do you feel like the podcast laid the foundation for? And to to just before you answer that, yeah. um, I, there's room for exciting podcasts like that where you have like things flying around. And so, there's room for that, but also sometimes I don't know. Some I feel like the podcast community you might. Yeah. You might do well if you're providing a very mature perspective on things, very in-depth conversations, you know? The more flashy stuff might go to the vlogs. I agree. Yeah. Totally, totally. So do you kind of feel like the radioactive then set your way to come into, to just blow up with the internet? Mm -mm. No, the vlogs. It's a short-form content, short-form high-produced. That's what... In fact, the reason I started the podcast was because I didn't have enough time Mm -hmm. Sorry, I, I had too much free time from when I was shooting my vlogs and editing. I had a lot of free time. I was like, what could I do in this free time that's productive? So I looked into podcasting. This looked like only an hour of work. What are what equipment started? But very, very challenging, to say the least, yeah. So what sparked off your interest in vlogging? In vlogging? Uh, what sparked my interest? I wouldn't say it was an interest as... M I wouldn't say it was an What's to answer that question? I wouldn't say it was a specific interest, it just seemed like what I meant to do, yeah. And you just felt it, 
no, so no, 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 no. You have to research. Like <laughs> you have to look into things from a very okay. I like to look at things in a logical, mm-hmm. you know, through a logical lens. So I was like, okay, what are my strengths? What are my weaknesses? What could I? Where could this go? You know, you always. One of my philosophies in life is I almost never touch things that I can't scale. I, you only have one life. You, I, my perspective is you need to do things that you could scale. How far could you take this thing? What's the, how, what's the demand? What's the, you, I didn't do economics, but at least I fairly understand demand and supply, how to understand gaps in the market. Yeah, as it stands, there's still a big gap in the, um, in the U- YouTube, yeah, YouTube, there. TikTok. Yeah. There's a big gap in that space. I felt like I could fill that. I felt like my personality suits this. Eventually, I wanted to be in movies and stuff and act. And obviously, no one will ever give you, no one will ever give you mm-hmm. permission to do these things. Just get a camera or your phone and start. So there's not like someone that inspired you, a creator or what? This is, you just, you felt it. No, there's a lot of influencers that inspired me. Okay. There's a lot of movie stars that is will smith jamie fox everyone these people that i really look up to people that have done a, a variety of things within that entertainment space so like will smith i love the fact that he is a From musician the- actor funny guy he's a vlogger as well he's a it's jamie fox sings as well like mm-hmm. act bad phenomenal actor everything everything so i want to do that like i want to be very multifaceted in the entertainment space yeah. Where do you think the gaps are in the content space for now? From your observation, say East Africa. Where do I think the gaps are? Mm-hmm. Um, I would say high effort content, you know? What do you uh, mean high effort content? High effort content. In, okay, there's a lot of TikTokers, there's a lot of YouTubers, there's a lot of Instagram people, right? Mm-hmm. But when do you ever see people going above and beyond to make like a short, high effort like highly produced form of content i've seen videos that people in other uh other countries take months to do like you've seen mr beast yeah all those guys when would you ever see someone dedicate um like months three months to making one video how do you compete with that you know what i mean yeah and um obviously we're in a more emerging market so you have to give people time but right now you're more likely to see people doing easier content they're trying to post more content as opposed to better. Content. But not, not to say that they're not posting better. It's just going to take some more time to find people that are willing to, crazy people that are willing to dedicate like months to doing one video. That's dope. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, I'll just read this direct. How do you incorporate that richness and diversity of African culture? Where do you think content? the gaps are? Where do I think the gaps are? Yeah. In the money. I feel like uh, people, sponsors are not believing in the content that much. Or when they do, they're not giving the money that's worth. So guys just get tired halfway. It, it doesn't, uh, people are not inspired enough. Like from my community, say from like Uganda, people are not inspired enough to feel like this is something they can scale out, right? They don't feel like, um, say you, uh, most people think, there's a misconception, think that you're probably from like an extremely rich family. So there's that supporting maybe. Kind of like you. Yeah. No, I- <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. so there's that, right? So... For, for just a young boy, maybe just trying out and looking out for it, it's it's not fulfilling enough for them to like leave, um, say, a professional job or that type of career to just do this. Stability, to yeah. just try things. 
they, they have not seen that. They have not seen someone live huge just off this, right? We don't have so many examples of a Mr. Beast. So that is the gap. Like, and that that is what for me I want to change. Maybe in the future, like like Joe Rogan. For me, I will stick to the podcasting because Joe Rogan did like a thousand episodes before before Spotify noticed him to give him a million. I think they gave him a hundred million. So something like that. But it had to take all that. Well, that was like two hundred actually. Yeah, it was yeah. Like two hundred. So you see that. But it took a lot of time, right? How do you gain that stability to keep that up without a job? <sighs> I well, may I have a job, so yeah. yeah. But now gaining that stability for anyone, even if you take away say go to a creator and took away the production expense from them. Tell them, you know what? Just come up with the ideas or let's come up with ideas and then we execute this. I'm going to give you all the production power you need. It's hard. Also, people don't like to go through processes, right? So in, in Kampala, I have like a studio. I've, I've been talking to so many people I find creative. Like, yo, come do this work, but there's like process. There's maybe processes. You have to involve script writing. You have to involve this and that. Uh, planning. People don't want to do that. They just think of something. Then it feels like, okay, now shoot it like this. So no one is giving it the attention to detail from you. Thank you. The creators I've seen. So they, but for you, started like that. Uh, there was attention from even the podcast. You, the sound would matter. The water like, oh, this guy is just a perfectionist. But it has spanned. I don't know. Thank you. you. You're here to tell us. By the way, yeah. I would still do a podcast, but I'd make it very, very low effort. Like on my side, I would make it very low effort. If I, I'd actually have more, if I could, yeah. I'd just have more episodes without a guest. Something I that I could just sound very boring. Very, it's very hard to be entertaining. Yeah. Don't get it wrong. You know DJ Academics? Yeah. It's very hard to just sit down and talk to a camera and be entertaining. You have to be a character or you have to be extremely exactly. hardworking. I feel like once you blow up, like extreme blow up, mm. then you have the luxury to do something. Yes, I agree. So, because then I'll give my time to, okay, let me just listen to mm. what he's saying. Maybe I'll I'm already invested that. in him. Exactly. Yeah. Let me just do that. So for that, um, then for you, like really, uh, ideas like, let's say, the Rolex, right? How do you imagine and just start doing something like that? You know, go through that process. Something I've been thinking about recently is I get that question so many times, but I think the question is asked, people are, the question might be coming in a, from a wrong perspective, which I need to correct. Okay. People don't just think of ideas like, they don't just come up with a Rolex and do it. There's thought processes, there's, you know, you have different inspirations. Because now, I would never have thought about that if I was in the Ugandan at this point in 2020, when did I do the 2021? When Rolexes are popular, I am happen to be in the content space, I'm trying to do bigger and bigger ideas. All these things come into like, you know, like these, your environment affects the way you think, yeah. you are a product of your environment. And... Yeah, like it's like a combination of different things. It's very hard to just conceptualize from nothing. So it'd be very hard. It'd be very hard for a Nigerian to think of that because Nigerians have different. It's like they have different food, different da, different inspiration. Longest time cooking jollof, right? Yeah, like now something like that would be. So to to answer your question, it's not exactly like I thought of it as much as it came to me. You know. You put in all these hours of work into YouTube, you, different ideas come and go, uh, some video ideas do well, some of them bomb. Mm -hmm. And then that, that Rolex idea was never supposed to be as big as it was. I just had time 
and I had a little money saved. And I was like, okay, this week, let's just for a week, let's just try and make a giant Rolex where it's gonna fail. I because like I I did engineering. I did physics, chemistry, math mm. in high school, what da, 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 da. So I all when I thought about that idea, right? I didn't think it was gonna do anything. I we just had some okay, so at my mother's house, right? We just had like a space in the compound. I was like, bro, I think we could try to make a giant Rolex. It's going to fail, but the failure will be, you know, we could document that as well. That'll be exciting. So we bought flour. We bought everything. Mm. Da, 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 da. We bought so much. We bought a hundred kilograms of flour. We bought, a, we just best, we just uh, estimated off of nothing. hundred kilograms of flour, oil. Da, da, da. This is the biggest purchase I've ever made in my life, at least physically. Because we bought stuff that was I, bought so many things. Uh, I constructed like a little makeshift stove. Not a makeshift stove, but like we just had bricks constructed. It was, th it was three meters by three meters by three. If I'm not... It was like three meters by three meters by three meters. So a square. Yeah, like a square. Mm -hmm. I don't know why I said three by three by three. It's three by three by maybe raised by like two, right? Uh, make an equivalent sized frying pan with a gate. That was like a gate. Yeah, so we tried to make it. Obviously, it failed, but you learn from those failures and you keep going and going and going until you eventually make it. So was this for the sake of just making the Rolex or there was like some deep message you, you're putting out there about content creation? I think it eventually started off as just a video idea, but eventually, eventually these things start to change you, man. You start finding your own purpose in those videos and like the resilience teaches you patience, failure. Bro, we failed to make that thing four different times, yeah. which is crazy. We failed to make it three times. We did the fourth, which is crazy. Um, you're spending all this money. You don't know if it's going to work. At that time, the Guinness World Record thing wasn't really popular in Africa. In fact, there was only... Yeah, you really made it popular for us. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like why should it Thank matter? You. Like, but now it really, like, you think about it, you're like, that's actually a Guinness we World Record? Yeah, that's a world record, my friend. <laughs> I, I definitely might have helped a little but i think the one that really made it popular was hilda bachi from nigeria uh crazy i feel like the rolex thing was popular more than that like more yeah i feel like if you sat me down and asked i would be like the hilda people coped the fact that this guy did a rolex and <laughs> hit that's it you can't convince me otherwise i don't think that, so that, that's how i see it like the whole idea of just then the guys that clapped that the, the born again people uh, I seen this, I seen this. yeah so yes bringing up people like that because the pastor was like if some guy is doing a rolex and winning world records why can't we do it for jesus wait did he actually say that that's what, what? <laughs> that's crazy yeah, so he got it from that so there's that has that impacted you though? The fact that you have now a Guinness record, has um, has it made some like yeah. brought some extensive value? I would say that the the Rolex thing really helps you. It really helps with your branding. Yeah, it really helps with your branding and your. So basically, what it does is it validates you, your brand. If you're a guy that made a giant Rolex and you have a world record, da da da, it really helps your brand, and it really helps it. And that's to say, when I when I say help your brand, it helps. Yeah validate your brand and also gives you a lot of awareness because everyone's posting you and like you bro that's the first time i'll never forget that video changed my life that's a, my life started changing after that video now you enter these offices and people know who you are 
Bro, I'm at the border and people know who you are. So I'm telling them, yo, I uh-huh. have this camera is going to shoot with Raymond Kahuma. Like, oh my God. So it's like a pass. It's like no. a pass. That's the experience you had with that guy. Like we just mentioned, you know, it's like, okay, okay, cool. Come. I had to. So I was like six people behind the line. So he has to mention that I'm creating some content with him. He's like the podcaster. He's going to shoot Raymond Kahuma. Then they call me. Then we have a whole conversation about your content. No way. The border has watched it. All those guys that are into those things, they've watched the content. They know about you. So it's it's nice. This is nuts. That's it's really dope stuff. I love that. <laughs> the people at the border, man. <laughs> like, when I first came to Kenya, I wish they, I wish they had known that. I wish... They, I wish I had watched my content before that because the border is nasty. That's the word to say. <laughs> the border. Yeah. Like the, okay, I don't know if it has changed. It hasn't, but, but you are a pass for us. It hasn't. I'll say that. It hasn't. But people are just really excited. Oh, you're going to shoot with Kahumas. Dope. That's dope. And then the conversation around the Kenyan themselves. Oh, yeah, yeah, sure. So the friends I was talking to in the bus were like, okay, okay, yeah, we watched that. Looking forward to your podcast for that. So that, that, that's the, like, the influence you That's insane. Imagine what, that we're living in such a strange time that that, that content could really yeah. change your life. But it comes to the effort you're putting. Mm-hmm. So that Thank can't you. go unnoticed, right? For the fact that, yeah, the border guy really knows both names, knows the channel, is looking out for wow. something else. Yeah. Uh, speaking of which then... Um, Oh yeah, uh, uh, before, sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. Yeah, no um, so it changed my life in that aspect, but mm-hmm. I've been getting this question also a lot that like, I've been getting that question a lot. And the way I like to think of it is this, the, <sighs> Guinness all Records, obviously I love you guys, man. But <laughs> you see, it's the, the, the world record isn't as important as a story behind the world record. How many guys are, are attempting these world records now? Many. So many. Even ones you haven't heard of. There's a world record happening today in Uganda. Yeah. I don't know if you know about it. No. Um, so there's a woman, Mama D, shout out. Yeah, I know Mama that's D. Doing yeah, the, the cooking thing. Yeah, yeah. She's yeah. attempting a lot. Yeah. Yeah. There's so many people um, attempting these world records. And uh, she messaged me and we've been going back and forth. I was like very supportive. She supported me too. I was telling her, I was like, she asked me for some advice. I was telling her, document this. Like you need to document this because everyone's going to attempt. It's only going to get more and more. Everyone's going to attempt these world records. You could attempt a world record right now for holding the mic the longest. Like things like that. I'm going to do that. But there, (laughs) there has to be a reason why. And you need to tell people why. You need to document it. So, because that'll live longer than your world record. You know, I did a world record recently for fastest time to make three chapatis, right? Yeah. In Kenya here. I wanted it to be my first Kenyan world record. Da, 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 and I wanted it to lead to another world record, which I really, really want to do. So I wanted to tell people about that world record by doing this. But no one would care about it if you didn't document it. Like you have mm-hmm. to tell people why. People really love stories. Why are you doing this? Like, why should we care about your world record? What was your why? For the, for which world, For how many world records do you have? Now I am a, uh, I have one. I'm waiting for a response on the other, and I'm going to do a third one. But this third one is what's really important to me. What's the, the why on the third one? I, I don't know if I could tell okay. you the third one, okay. but yeah. wait, it depends. When is this episode coming out? Uh, probably next year. When? When do you want it to come out? <laughs> if my video comes up because my video is coming out in like a few, maybe like a week and a half. If yours I, comes out after, I can No, say. no, it will be after. 
Okay. Yeah, I'll make sure it's after. Okay, so basically, mm. um, I want to I want to do the world's largest. I haven't even said this anywhere, but like, okay. And this will come out after. Don't worry. I want to do the world's largest mocha. So a mocha is basically the Kenyan equivalent of the Rolex, right? These guys love smochas. They love smochas almost actually more. May, okay, same. Same time we love Rolexes, mm-hmm. right? But like it's so near and dear to my heart because I feel like that's something that I could do that's unique. You know? I did the world's largest Rolex, the world's largest mocha just makes sense. I want Wait, to, what's mocha in this case? So a smocha basically, yeah. a good question. A smocha is like a it's a chapati and as like a as smoky is like a sausage. Ah. Yeah. yeah. So every, I don't know if you've seen them, but they're everywhere I've here. I've seen them, then they sp- the spread yes 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 i've had one the last time i was in Ireland. yes so i really want to make that and push further that narrative of like we need to make things that are we need to make at least if we're gonna do this world record thing or content i want us to make content that's unique to africa our african record going yes yes okay let's make our african because at the end of the day you could do a world record and you could do all this stuff but what does it matter at the end of the day? I would like to make something as unique to Africa for us. You know what you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So when you make world's largest Ugandan Rolex, only a Ugandan could do that. You know what I mean? Yeah. At least on at least um culturally speaking, only a Ugandan could understand the you know? Um so I really want to make a Kenyan one. I feel like that would be a really good project, a really good video. I want to see if I could do it, if I could build a team to do all this stuff, blah, 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 how far that could go. And I know that video will go nuts. So like, from Kenya, I see you going uh, to Nigeria. <laughs> to do some there. That is my original plan, but I, I might change it. I might just stay here for some time. This place, like, the love I get here is insane. It's really insane, <laughs> man. It's That's from the border. For me, it's insane. <laughs> it's insane. Like, everyone is like, I'm so in the shops today. I was trying to, like, buy a memory card. And uh, Antonio raised the point to to like the creators was telling them, man, I also used to do my comedy in UG and maybe I was appreciated there. So I feel like that's that's like the trend with people, right? Kahuma is going to be appreciated in Kenya because then he's not Kenyan. How do you feel about that? Uh, uh, okay, I hear that a lot. Were the prophet getting, is not appreciated. Were you getting the same support you feel you're getting from Kenya, from Ugandans? It depends on how you're asking the same support because via numbers, obviously, you're going to get more in a bigger, in a bigger, because Kenyans are more, they use social media and they're a bigger population. And the internet is good. And we also have good internet, to be fair. By the way, I compared the prices. It's basically the same. Even the prices? No. I'm telling you, if you buy data on Safaricom, which I do every day. Yeah. And you compare the price to MTN. So the thing with MTN, it's basically it would so fast. Then with Safaricom, you'd stay longer. I've, I've, I've experienced yeah, that. I get that. There's a weird thing with that. Yeah. I don't even know how it works. Like they have a button exactly. that they push that let it go quick. But 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 um, to answer your question about the support, I think to be completely honest, I get the same. I get the same support. People just care about good content. They care about effort. They care about good content and intentions. Good intentions. That's what people care about. It's not to... I, get, I know what you mean. Mm-hmm. I know that quote that uh, a prophet can only be appreciated... A prophet will only be appreciated in... A prophet can never be appreciated in his hometown. I get that. It's just like when we were kids, right? Uh, you'd feel like you're being loved more at your aunties. Uh, even though your parents love you more. Love you. <laughs> like... Uh, I, 
every this market here, Kenya, is just different from everywhere else. Okay, and it's I just the market more dynamics. Yeah, because yeah. these guys are they're always these guys are so switched on. I don't even think I don't even think South Africa. I think South Africa might be the only market that competes with these people in terms of that being switched on. Like everyone's on the internet, everyone knows what's happening, everyone knows what's going on. Nigeria is well switched. What I was saying, I think that I get appreciated in both countries, man. It'll be so dishonest for me to say I'm more loved in one area, which I like. I really like the fact that as Africans we can. I think we're very supportive. I see a lot of tweets and stuff saying no Africans, you know. Kenyans will say Kenyans, we hate on Kenyans. Uh, Ugandans don't like Ugandans, we don't like you push up Ugandans. Like, even Nigerians say that Nigerians don't put that. I'm like, no, I think we support each other decently. And I think we support each other enough. Enough. Like, we get the support if we. Yeah, as long as you're not stepping on people's toes, you're not making offensive content, you're putting it up, people will support you. And if they don't, <laughs> I guess, if they don't, if they don't support you, I guess, that's. That's a thing, but if if you didn't feel like you're being supported, either maybe change up a few things, try and learn from people ahead of you that you feel are getting the support you require, see what people want to watch, appeal to that in your own way, and yeah, meet, move if you can, move around, see what the different markets have to offer. Yeah, yeah, I've seen you do that, right? I have seen you look and recreate a few YouTube concepts, uh, speed dating Africa, stuff like that. Mm. Why did you stop? Uh-huh. I feel like that was going to be a niche to me. I, I thought at some point the vision could have probably been to sell it to like multi joys. And why did I stop speaking in Africa? A few reasons. Um, firstly, why I started it was because I thought it was easy content. You know, just get your friends and like film some dating stuff, edit it nicely, make it make it uh make it organic. Don't try don't fake it too much, you know. Um, but why I stopped doing it? Oh, and it did really well. But actually, that speed dating Africa was the video that really I ever noticed that took off on my channel. That's the first because I used to post videos. They they'd be going crazy in Uganda, but crazy in Uganda at that time was like a thousand views, two thousand views on YouTube, two thousand views. If it's really good, it's five thousand views. That would blow my mind. Like, damn, this is going crazy. When I posted Speed Asian Africa, that got 30,000 views. I was like, what? Bro, 30,000 views in Uganda at least in 2021. That that might go trending. Like that might be on the trending page on YouTube. And it was trending on Twitter, number one. It was everywhere. So why I stopped it was... I I like switching ideas. Because it's just me doing this content. So I like doing ideas that interest me at that time. That I find, I don't want to do, imagine doing the same video over and over again. Like doing the same podcast about the same topic over and over and over, over again. It, it, so, the dating thing, how much nuance can there be? You know? That, I respect people that, that it's them, right? Yeah, I respect people that are able to do one type of content over and over again. There's a lot of discipline that you have to have. I respect it. That hustle is crazy. But it's just not for me to keep doing the same. I can only do something like twice before and over it. Do you feel like content creators, especially within Africa, should need to be audacious and push boundaries to achieve success? I think anyone needs to. I think everyone on this planet needs to be audacious and push boundaries to achieve success. You don't have to do that to achieve success. Is this what you're doing by now, Kenya? 
Um, yes, okay. To, to go back to the other point, yes. I don't think you have to do that to achieve success, but it's very fulfilling to do it. You could just do whatever and find success in this life. You don't have to push boundaries. But it's very fulfilling. You never want to be stuck in a system. Unfortunately, that's the way the world is. A lot of us are stuck within these confines. Matrix. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, this is what I call living life outside the matrix. Um, but, uh, no, you don't have to. I think that it would be good to do it. Mm-hmm. And in our field, in Africa here, especially in cultivation, I think it's nice to see different stuff. Everyone's attracted to different things. You, I almost never watch YouTube that I, if I've seen something like it, I never watch it. You know, let's, we can do different stuff. And by the way, I, I like to think of it like this. When I don't have ideas yeah. for video, because everything has already been done, the people in the US, England, they've already done all these ideas. But how I think of it is like this. You're, if, you, if you are lacking in an idea, just look at it as, look at it like math. It's more likely that the ideas are closer to infinity than to zero. This here is zero, here is infinity. The ideas are more, most things haven't been done, you know? You know what I mean? I feel like. Do you think most things have been done? But is that, but if you think about it, Yes, if you think about yeah, if you think about it, it's more. You hit a world record on Rolex, then it really proves the fact that things haven't haven't been done. Because it's similar to something that has been done in the US, but you could any small spin to it will trick it. Yeah, it's It's unique experience. Yeah, Yeah, as long as you're not copying exact same thing. Let's say someone films Mr. Beast does a build a hundred worlds around the world. As long as you're not building again a hundred worlds, just do something different. You could even build one world, but make it different. Or build something else. What do you Like a house or need this time. Yeah, something different. Like beneficial to the community in another way. Or in a different way. Or you're the one that builds the world. You are one guy. That would be different. Those, like, there's infinite ideas. Do you think like there's some emerging trends in, in, in content creations that are exciting you now? Say from like the African space. Can you like identify stuff that you look at and like, okay, this is a bit unique. It's, it's it's just not because what people what people do really are podcasts right uh, most creators mm. we I, I don't see a lot of uh, apart from comics right and the people who are doing comedy and they're just wanting to make you laugh and stuff you wouldn't see a new idea you, you know when you see a guy uh, maybe break a car and turn it into turn it into an oven or something like that <laughs> okay 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 do I think that there is yeah, or if you have any and exciting trends you've noticed and you can share those. Exciting trends? I would say right now what I'm witnessing is a lot of brand partnerships. I think a lot of content I'm seeing is, not a lot, but a big percentage of content that I'm seeing now is geared towards brands. It's like branded content. Like this company is sponsored. It, especially here in Kenya, there's a lot of branded content. It's very little organic content. You know what I mean? And that's that is right. That's rightfully so because so, the only way to make money yeah. here, realistically, in Africa, is to do branded content. So what I'm seeing right even today, yesterday, da, 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 like a lot of the creators I see are doing a lot of branded content, which is I like the content, um, but it, sometimes it also feels like, bro, like where's the organic? Exactly. Let Let's go to your video, uh, the one at the October first. Mm. I felt like. Since it was already sponsored, mm. 
it was a little bit away from you. Oh. I had to keep mentioning <laughs> that, that sponsor. The sponsor yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Then, okay, okay, there was that part of when you get into the Matatu and uh, people are a little bit uncomfortable, but you're still doing, you know, ah. big up on that, by the way. That, you're like a pastor. You know those pastors when you come in the bus and they stand up to, like, preach to guys. Ah, okay, okay, <laughs> I, I, I think, uh, obviously, it's very difficult to do branding content. Shout out to everyone that's crushing me with that. Um... And shout out to them for even getting in that place, yeah. in that position for the first place. It takes a lot of work to get to there at that point. Mm-hmm. Um, with my case, with Oktoberfest, I'm working with EADL. Shout out EADL, by the way. <laughs> I don't know if I'm allowed to shout out. But, uh, yeah, um, I wouldn't, I, I wouldn't take the, I don't know that I'd take the brand deal if it was too far removed from me. Like, EADL, I'd already done, um, Black is a wine. Mm-hmm. In Uganda, I don't like the wine in Kenya. So they saw that video and they were like, oh, you should also do a cover fest, blah, blah, blah. I was like, this is easy. You're getting paid. You're getting paid to have fun and make content, which I like. Like, Yeah, but if so, I said like, okay. Um, well, the fact that I had to keep reminding it. Uh, yeah, like, I, I don't have a problem with that. Probably that was like a KPI, but I'm saying... So, how Rogan does, right, uh, if he's going to, like, say, run an ad, will either pause or maybe in, because he also looks for, like, sponsors that are into his thing, right? Mm-hmm. It's either they're fitness guys. So, in the conversation, maybe he's hosting, like, a fitness guy, then they will talk about something. Then you'll recommend a product mm-hmm. but that's being paid for. Or maybe at the end, right? And because you already, you're sure you have all this following, so you'll put it there, like... uh Oh, Lexi Friedman, my man podcast that I listen to so many times. Mm, what he does, he just stops, mm. then runs the ad. I actually, it. I know what you're talking about. Yeah. They have like a break. Exactly, for mm. just that. But then let the whole thing flow mm. as is. Mm. Yeah, like let Raymond Kahuma do what Raymond does, mm. then just maybe. Like, okay, so for a shorter form, I get that for longer form content. It's more, it's better for you to tell your, com- to make it clear to your community that this here is the ad break. You can continue or to this sec these or to this timestamp if you don't want to listen to the ad. I get that, but for shorter form content like the Mister Beast da da da, it needs to be intertwined with the content. In fact, we're getting we're moving more towards that. Yeah, we need like for us we're trying to make it so that the ad is part of the content, so that you don't even feel like it's an ad. It's an ad yeah. So um, I reference Mister Beast because everyone watches him, but. Like for him, his ads, you cannot skip the ad because it's it is part of the content. He'll do like an ad for one of these companies, like uh, Brawl Stars or whatever. He'll do an, an ad for them. That is that. Let's say they're in a contest. He'll make sure that the ad has to do with that. Like the contestant is moving from one part to another within that movement. That's where he'll put the ad. He's like, oh, so you move from here to there by the challenge. They give us, oh, keep moving, keep moving, then he continues the ad, he goes back to the video, continues the ad, so in two minutes, he's intertwined the ad, and like, no, we're going more towards that, as short form content creators, because the, uh, um, it benefits both parties, the brand feels like their ad has been organically induced, like, put in the video, and, and, that's the, cool. and the audience, yeah. exactly, and the audience doesn't feel like it's an ad, it doesn't feel like they had to stop watch this boring ad and then continue you know what i mean mm-hmm. yeah what do you think about tiktok uh to the content space i've also not seen you really do it like yeah. 
again, like, I've really tried to do things that, are, that I think I can scale because. I mean, like, isn't TikTok, TikTok like the fastest way you can scale? Like, guys are on there with gigantic numbers from nowhere. Yeah, but then the numbers lead to what? Because. Awareness. Yes, but then awareness to do what? To get you more money in the brand. How? Okay, so basically, this is what I mean, you know? So you asked me what do I think about TikTok. I'm primarily, a, I'm a YouTuber, right? So between those two, YouTube and TikTok, you're asking me why did you pick YouTube? Why, exactly. What do you think about TikTok? Yeah, yeah. This is what, now let me present you my option. You have YouTube where it'll pay you for your viewership, right? The YouTube partner program, it'll pay you for every single person that watches it. It'll give you a whatever amount, mm-hmm. right? So you get paid in direct proportion to how many people view your content. What affects how many people view your content? How good it is, the effort you put in, how many videos you're putting out, you know? That's everything I've said there yeah. is, ha, is directly within your ability. It's, it's, it's a direct result of your efforts. You know what I mean? Now, TikTok. TikTok at the moment in Africa, you can only make money through brand sponsorships. Yeah. The TikTok creator fund isn't really open to Africans at the moment, yeah. as far as I know. It's not. Um, just like Twitter, right? Uh-huh, so, just fun too. Oh, I don't know about Kenya, but it's not open to UG. So you guys have to like do the VPN thing and da, 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 okay. Because I see people reporting their payment. Yeah, anyway. but they have to like pretend they are living in the US or something. Okay, ah, Facebook as well. Anyway, so basically the problem with TikTok is if you if the only way you can make money as a TikToker in Africa is through brands, is that under your control? Can you like you can post a lot of videos and they could get millions of views and you could get millions of followers. But whose decision is it to take you on? The brand. You need to... I would... But the brand will look at the numbers, right? Yes, but, but still. How many, how many TikTokers have numbers? How many videos? Yeah, it's at the end of the day, if you look at it logically, I which one is in your control? Yeah. So I like to focus on YouTube. Even if... Because a brand deal, at least as far as I know, you make more money in a brand deal than a YouTube video. But what's smarter for you to do? You need to focus on things that are your sphere of control. That's how I see it. As a creator in Africa, you're better off. You're better off investing your time in things that you can control. You can control how many videos you put out, how good they are, how much research you put into, will people watch this? Obviously, you don't know how well it will do, but you will get a YouTube paycheck at the end of the day, guaranteed. You know? You'll grow to a thousand followers and get into the YouTube partner program and get the check at the end of the day. TikTok, I have so many TikTok examples of people that have large following, but you will get like one brand deal in like three months, or you could get 10 brand deals in one month, and then the next month there's none. It's inconsistent, you know? But if you're realistically speaking, you can bank on, you can always invest in yourself. YouTube seems more like an investment in yourself. You know what I mean? And that's just a money perspective. There's also growth. Like, there's also that, okay. To me, it seems like YouTube is YouTube is the best chance you have as a creator to become like a real star, like a an actual superstar. You could have actual fans on YouTube, not to say not to say that TikTok and Instagram you can, but people on YouTube, you give them the chance to actually get to know you. You know what I mean? I know. And podcasting as well. Podcasting, you could talk for and uh, people could really be, like podcast. Like the podcast I listen to on YouTube as I watch, I know them, bro. I know them. Even if the guy into the room, I could tell if this guy is in his mood or not. I know his schedule. I know what he does. 
Like Lex Friedman. Lex Friedman posts his whole schedule. Yeah. I've watched that video. I know what he does. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know how he wakes. I know what time he wakes up. I know he has meetings and that. And this is some guy. Yeah, I hear you. On TikTok, no, you could do the same thing. There's people that also post their daily schedules and that. But in a minute, in like I'm 30 seconds. I'm kid you, so maybe they're more interested. Yeah, and TikTok, like the, the whole scrolling thing. If I watch your schedule, yes. Yeah. You will see that these guys watch a three hour conversation. They watch that. Yes. On TikTok, you, on YouTube, you have to make that commitment. You have to press the button that I want to watch this video. On TikTok, it'll just come. Do, do, and you'll forget about it. I can't even tell you what TikTok I watched yesterday. And then I watched them. I can't even tell you what I watched. But I'm not hating on any particular. Everything has its pros and cons. TikTok has its pros and cons. YouTube has its pros and cons. But to me, I really just try and make the, not the safest bet, but the smartest bet. I'm better off betting on YouTube. I, I totally, I've, I've, I've actually never really been in a position where someone has solidified that thinking mm. to me than now. Yeah. Like, yeah. I now really see that, okay, there's a reason I'm actually doing YouTube. I see that TikTok, like, right, the guys, the guys we work with, they, they, they put these clips everywhere and you, you, you get satisfied get interested in the numbers on TikTok, you'll be like, okay, maybe mm. I have numbers on TikTok, but it's just never that interesting. Like, oh, that on YouTube makes sense. Mm. One guy, YouTube just has one comment, but then a guy sends you an email on like a podcast. Yeah. So I'm searching yeah. and Into the thing. You could have, and even on TikTok, you could have real fans because of the numbers. Just by numbers. Like, if you got 100 million views in a month, you've been getting millions of views. You're going to have people that really like you. They like your comedy, da, da, da. But, at the end of the day, you have to make a living. You have to convert these people. I let's talk about YouTube money. Are you are you making enough money from YouTube? No, not nearly enough. Like, and then I mean, okay. I assume you've been enough. Uh, I'm saying is what you have. Are you getting back what you've invested? No, in not even close. Okay, because and like people ask this question, I don't even care about sharing it. Like, it's just a reality thing. I like to be straightforward. Okay, if anyone's watching this video and you want to be a YouTuber. Um, at the moment, and also that I'm also partly, I'm fully to blame for how it's doing, you know, because I don't post that much content. I like to really make very good videos. If it's not what I want, I'm not going to post it. I, I, I've seen. I'll work on it every day, but I won't post it um, until it's done. The sound, I won't compromise, man. I won't compromise the quality. I won't compromise the idea. Um, and yeah, but basically, um, on YouTube in Africa, if Basically, you make, if you make 100,000 views, which a few people do, but I, I just want to give like a standard. If you make 100,000 views on a video in Africa, I've compared with my friends. This is just a range, okay? YouTube, don't be mad at me. But you basically make around $100. It's not allowed, by the way, to share what you make. So that's not what I make. But, um, but, but that's, that's a general how much people will make. I'm allowed to, I'm allowed to say that. Um, so yeah, 100,000 views, $100. How many people make 100,000 views? What do you have to do to get 100,000 views? You have to be crazy, Kenna. You have to be flaco. You have to be, you know? <laughs> I don't know, I don't know. But um, you tell me. What does that sound like to you? I like to get people's perspective. But is that, does that justify the... No. Now, in comparison, I have a friend who, his YouTube, right? He was telling me, um, he posts for, where does he post for? 
I think he posts for like Europe. Yeah, Europe. Mm-hmm. Is it Europe? I don't know why I have LA in mind. One of my friends anyway. He was telling me that he posted a video that also got 100,000 views. He made $1,500. Because you know the CPMs are different. Like you'll get paid for the... For US eyeballs will be different from Uganda eyeballs will be different. How is that? We've had, I had this conversation today? Yeah. Today. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Exactly. Today I had the conversation. Like how is it that uh, if me and you, if you're in the US and I have a million views and you have a million views and I'm in Uganda and I have a million views, we'll still not make the same money? Yeah. Advertisers, advertisers don't really. Okay, so it comes no, down say to the market. YouTube itself. So it comes down to the market. Yeah. So we have to understand how does YouTube make their money? YouTube makes their money from advertising. So Jamia, whatever, whoever is, is, advertising. is advertising, have to pay Google a certain amount. And then Google s- splits that among the creators who's where your ad is being. So Jamia has an offer, it runs on the podcast channel, okay? If people watch that to a certain mark, they'll charge me that man guy. This guy watched this amount from this ad or this channel or you this this creator. YouTube takes fifty five percent. You take forty five, right? So that's how YouTube makes money, and that's how you make money as a creator as well. The people watching your ads. The problem is advertisers are mostly looking. Most advertisers with money are looking for the U.S. market. Yeah, yeah. like Verizon, these U.S. company. They're marketing to the U.S. Those are people with money. And the U.S. market is very competitive, right? Yes. U.S. market is very competitive. So there's going to be way more advertisers vying for those views. So now you see how the price increases. Me, I have a... Like, if Verizon is offering a dollar, AT&T will offer $1.50. Like that. So the price keeps going up for the U.S. view. But Uganda, where people are now... The reason they're fighting for those U.S. views, the, the U.S. companies, are U.S. people are... At least advertisers think that they're more credit card, like they buy things. You know, they purchase things on the internet. They're more likely to buy things on the internet. So, um, because they're a bigger market, everything, everything. Um, and Uganda, or Africa in general, is people don't really, not yet. They're not at the level of the US where they buy things like, where the market is as valuable, in yeah. quotes, quote unquote. Um, so yeah. Advertisers just want those views more, so they'll they'll spend more money there, and that's why creators make more money there. Their audience is just more valuable to these brands, which it really hurts. But like that's it. That's what it is. The market people, the market doesn't care about how you feel. They just want the results. Do you feel like uh, for you to? So I was reading the Instagram report right mm-hmm. for twenty twenty three. So Instagram still insists. For you to make it big, you have to be in the USA. The same thing. Right? That, that's what they said? Yeah, and, and I think people, like, they really put a graph. Mm-hmm. Like Africa, Asia, blah, 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 Europe. Like, still, uh, people posting from Europe, first of all, will still get the most engagement. Even if, uh, okay, the number thing also played, right? There are more people that time. But then it also said their content, more advertisers look out for specifically models from the US. So there's that as well. Do you feel like that would be like your end goal to go and start creating on the USA? Because that's where I missed the business approach. Mm, I get that. And I can understand why most people would think that. But to be honest, not really. I You want to be big with Africa, right? Yeah, I get what, like, what's... I'm okay. a, I, I'm not to say that that is my only goal. Mm-hmm. But I like to see things logically. Like, where's the gap here? Like, where could I make... 
how do I stand out here? There's, as I could see now, there's a very big opportunity for me here in Africa. There's an opportunity. I could take the same thing I do to SA, and I could be confident that it will still stand out, at least in some regard. I could go to Lagos, and it will still stand out, you know? Because I'm telling African stories from an African perspective. Yeah. African jokes. I have like a Kenyan accent. I have a Ugandan accent. I have like SA accent. I can do a Lagos accent. Kenyan. <laughs> <laughs> they said it's not like a real one, but I want to try it. Um, but now this is my accent, Kamisa. <laughs> you guys saw me last time. Uh, I like, I like that. But you have, to, you have to pronounce. You have to pronounce the R. It's like road. They say road. They say yeah, yeah. They make the first letter peak, right? Yeah, you, that, you hear it. But then Ugandans like it's like the end of the sentence that people emphasize. But then Kenyans is like I don't even know. But yeah, I could do like a. Anyway, so yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, back to what I was saying. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I like this. Right now, I'm really trying to just stand out in Africa. You know what am I am? Look at what I've seen him. Look at what he's done. If if he didn't try and establish his base here in Africa first, it would be a different story. There was such a big opportunity for someone to shine a light on Africa and show how Africa is the rest of the world. Da, da, da. That's the whole motto. And he's crushed it. He's still crushing it. People love him. What am I as the biggest star I've ever seen? That I've ever met? You know, so what is, it must be really inspiring that you can now collaborate with him. It is crazy. So, <laughs> sometimes, sometimes he calls me, I call him, which is nuts. Um, shout out with him, by the way. I appreciate you. But, um, yeah, uh, what was I saying? Yeah, like, that guy is like a mega star. Mm-hmm. I would say that that guy... YouTube is beautiful. Like, you can be a real star on YouTube. When you're... Like, Wodemai will get recognized in every single country. Yeah. But let's say, like, if you're, like, a big musician here in Uganda. If you go to literally the next country... That's it. People might not even know you. You know? So, like, there's a big opportunity for... It. What I'm saying is there's a big opportunity. They wa- there was a big opportunity for someone to just take it into their own hands to just show these African stories and yeah. Okay. So, one of the grand questions is, what's, do you have like a plan? What's like your plan? Or generally, how do you feel? What do you think is the plan to stay relevant? Relevant? Yeah. I, I don't know about relevant. I don't really care about that, but. Man, it should matter though. Like, that, my biggest care is that like, okay, I don't, I don't even think like I'm relevant. But <laughs> yeah, I feel like, uh, I could also just really get bored with my own stuff. Maybe if I start making like bank from it, mm. I feel like in the future I might prioritize something else that is making me the bank. Mm. Yeah. I have some projects with Antonio and planning that um, mm. seem to maybe in the future they could consume more of my time. Mm. Yeah. That podcast. That podcast. Again, it's, it goes back to me to what, where you see this going, what your goal is, where you see it going, is there a space for this, how's it doing? Is this making financial sense? Da, 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 da. I think it comes down to that. Um, to answer what my plan is, at the moment, the numbers are really looking good, man, on YouTube. Uh, my original plan when I came here, I haven't really said this anywhere. I don't know. I don't know if it's useful, okay? But when I came here originally, my plan was to do Uganda, Kenya, South Africa, Lagos, yeah. 
uh, Egypt, more like now, like now, Dude. bigger market first, and then you move to like the second and the third, like that, like that, like that, like that. Because like from from a numbers perspective, it makes sense, right? When I came here, that was that. Uh, that was my plan when I came here. I didn't think that Kenya views would be like that. Like I didn't think that the YouTube channel would blow up, bro. So I met someone from TikTok. I met some. I met someone that works in TikTok, right? Uh, is, I met someone that works in TikTok, right? I told him that plan. I told him because he he's in TikTok. I don't know if you can see this, but he works in TikTok, right? <laughs> you probably want to say this. <laughs> Where's TikTok? I told him that he was like, bro. Let me say this in the, in the way I might be allowed to say it. He was like, bro, trust me. Just focus on Kenya. If you could just focus on Kenya, if you could get a big enough following here, you're good. I've been told that, right? I have been told that... Uh... I don't know if I can say the real reason, by the way. But he gave me the reason. Maybe I'll tell you off. But okay. Kenya. If you could focus on Kenya, you're good. But that invisible like everyone that wants to invest in Africa will land but you don't know that if you're not here I didn't even know that and I'm right I'm a neighbor I didn't even know that Kenya was like that and even when you're in like what well, it blows my mind even Kenyan like the Kenyans they don't know yeah like they, yeah because whenever I say yeah. Antonio is it's a bit surprised like ah nah man like well okay we'll do something but he's yeah. not as interested in yeah. Kenya than like I am whenever I meet Kenyan, I, I, I look at them, I'm like, bro, yes. I wish you could appreciate what you have here, bro. You guys are in the best country on the planet right now. To me, yeah. when I look at the opportunity to blow up right now, it's okay. Kenya. I don't even care, bro. Because India, they're already in there. Yeah. India's like at the top of the... They've already blown up and their population's up. Internet's cheap as hell. Everything, everything. People are very hardworking. Love India, everything, everything. Same with Pakistan. Same with the US, Every, they're at the top. But Kenya is now experiencing that boom. They're now in their Kenya's Kenya's on the rise. It's not yet at its peak potential. It's getting to the bro, Kenya's about to become something else, bro. They're all Kenya is uh yeah, I think right now is the best market to be in. So yeah, he told me, bro, take just focus on Kenya. If you can get that, you're good. You don't even need to do any of that other business. Bro, you see Kenyan. Kenyans are. I hope you're listening. This place is where you need to be, and a lot of this stuff I can't really say. Can we'll we'll record that you'll but, just like a bit. But Kenya is where you need to be. Like this place, people. There's something different about the people here, and you can never really explain it to people. You can't really. You have to experience. There's yeah, you have to experience it. People here are switched on. I don't know why it's so different from the rest of us, but people here are so switched on. Um, and these guys, especially in my field, like content creation, do you know, this is the only country on the planet where guys can meet the government, content creators can meet the government. He calls them for meetings at his office. They have actual podcasts with the governor. Like they sit down and they see how to help content creators. Even the president is really invested in The president, the week, the first week I came here, the president invited the top content creators yeah. to state house. Yeah. No cameras were allowed, everything, everything. Which other country does that happen in? Not even the States. True. Which name one? Not even the States. They waive they waive the they waive the fees for um for content creators. You just beat enough. Enough. You cannot bother a content creator here exactly. in Nairobi. Yeah. Uh, uh, 
That's that's. I was gonna go to the No, you can't be bothered, right? Ah ah. Can you? Yeah, I mean, in Uganda, okay. it's like making okay. drones. In Uganda, me, my only issues are being coming with flying a drone. Okay, in most countries, you really can't be flying drones for security purposes. Yeah. But you see, even in Uganda, it's very similar to Kenya that no one will bother you for the content creation thing. But even still, then yeah. you'll have a bit of a better time here. And I just like to be honest. Yeah, right? that's um, you have a bit of a better time because people will look at you and be super supportive. Guys will come up to you and be like, "What are you recording? Could it be the video? Like, can I subscribe?" Every time recording, people like are like, "Who? Well, they don't even know you, but they're like, that's oh, so what are you doing? I went to buy a memory card today. Uh, so, guys, asking me, oh, what camera are you gonna use? Um, and I'm trying to explain. So, I need like a past card. Uh, this won't work. At the end of the day, it's like, what are you doing? I'm like, oh, I'm just recording a podcast. Gay. I mentioned you, so he gets excited. <laughs> he already knows. Then he asked for my podcast. Mm-hmm. In the, in the shop is subscribing. And you got none of you will even go to your channel. Be like, man, one hour, two hours. And I like, I like the love song. Excuse To me, I think I think we'll get there, like obviously shall I hear you that. We'll get there. But this place right now for Connor Green. The numbers. The numbers are I could talk about the numbers for like 10 hours. Did you know let me blow your mind? Did you know Diamond posted his numbers? Diamond Platinum. He posted his numbers for his uh YouTube stream. Uh, he posted them in like maybe July, yeah. whatever for that year, for a year for from July to July. Mm-hmm. He posted these numbers on his Instagram. Jesus Christ! The way I've been hearing that Diamond, bro, Diamond's like, I don't know if you've heard about how he is in, uh, in Tanzania, but he's he's not just a superstar in Tanzania. It's something different, bro. It's an African he is a huge. He's a god. No, bro, it's different, bro. You will never understand. He's like. The largest figure you could imagine. In Tanzania, he reigned supreme. Like, everything, everything. He posted his numbers. And I was like, obviously, like, Diamond, um, I expect to see, like, okay, like Tanzania, 100 million. Yeah. Maybe after that, maybe Kenya, like, 20 million. Maybe Uganda, five. Like, bro, Kenya had way more, way more YouTube views than any other country on Diamond's YouTube. Like, his views. I was like, what? How is that possible? It's, it's it's he's also very unique with how like his strategies with you think. Mm. I I feel like he, he that the, the show biz play he did. Mm. So he did the thing, go to Uganda, um, get the topest person in showbiz, marry them off. He did the same with Kenya, came to Kenya. Did he? Tana Tanasha. Tanasha? That's her name? She's she's Kenyan. Still got Created around that showbiz around here, made sure that this market really oh. she had seen. Yeah, so I don't know if that's enough to make a career. Make I don't know that. It's like guys will see everyone watching this. And <laughs> yeah, right, no, that's why we're doing. It. But but to drive the other point home, like you'd expect that Diamond would be getting more of his viewership from, from Tanzania. It's Kenya, and there's another artist that also posted their viewership. Bro, it's nuts. Kenya is nuts. Hey. This place is crazy. Like even I never achieved that. From the look of things, uh-huh. it looks like from the like, uh, border guy cannot. Just, <laughs> came, like, oh, you're going to Kenya? Just pass, bro. I I love it, man. Um, obviously the the I, I don't really talk about this too much, but like the attention you get from doing the YouTube is very unique. Agreed. It's very unique. Like at least from my perspective. Yeah. Hey, people just know you. They know what you're up to. They know you, like, <laughs> anyway, yeah. So basically, Kenya is nuts. Um, 
I think this is the place right now to be. If you're trying to do content creation, if you're trying, and a lot of um, venture capitalism, finance people, also a lot of uh, tech. Yeah. A lot of they call this now the the tech hub. It's called. Perfect. There's a name for it. It's called the Silicon Savannah. It's a Silicon Savannah. That's its name. I saw this presentation the other day from the U.S. ambassador mm-hmm. to Kenya. This lady, I think she was. She's also like a billionaire. The U.S. Blah, 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 blah. Bro, she gave this presentation about Kenya and why it's ahead and why everyone's coming here. You need to see this thing. I don't know if you saw it. No, I don't see it. It went viral on TikTok. She gave statistics on this place. Okay. This place is almost one thing. I, will, I am not telling anyone to do anything, but this place is almost worth taking a risk. Every company is here. Microsoft has headquarters here. Google has headquarters. No, not headquarters, but like offices. Has offices here. What was what? Bro, this, like, there's nothing like this place. What's like your future for, your future of technology in Africa? And how do you think to benefit creators? My future of technology? Yeah, well, what's your vision, sorry? For the future. How it benefits creators. Yeah. Hmm. How do you mean? Like in a technical like, aspect? Like yeah, cameras? A, a technical no, from like uh, Twitter not uh, being the payment thing for like Africa. Things like that. Mm. People are very smart. People are smart and markets force things to work. So I, markets kind of force the way. So basically what I mean by that is people will find out what works eventually. One of us is going to find. Because I don't know if you know, but Crazy Kenna just had this show. He's... He's one of the biggest acts in Africa here. Yeah. On YouTube, on TikTok, on... And he's just started, right? It feels like it's not even a year of... Christmas. He's young! He's young, he's in his 40s, if I'm not mistaken. Also, like, experience. I, I don't think the age really matters. Like, but you mm. feel like you just... I've known Crazy Kana this year, and he's been so big in my mind yeah. this year. Like, you get it, right? Yeah. <laughs> he had this... He so when I was looking at his red card, I was like, wow, I've just known this person. Like, what? He's just been here. He he did this. He's so brilliant. He he uh he had this show, uh last week, the other week. He had this show, and someone was explaining to me why the comedians on YouTube. It's like the Alex Mohanji. Don't yeah. Why they are the only people that are successful on YouTube right now? The only people that manage to make it sustainable. They found a way to monetize their community, and that's our biggest issue. So how the Twitter not being not paying us, TikTok not paying us. We, have, we can't do anything okay. with, with what am I supposed to Yeah, what am I supposed to do about that? Um, okay. And it's not to say that you can just move markets to the States. Now you're just moving to the States. You know? Now you're going to play with that crowd and deal That's with its own. Yeah, now you're, you're going to deal with its own issues. You're just moving from one thing to another. You're not really changing them. So, but you're, if you're hardworking and you have a strategy, it could work. But um, the Alex, those the comedians, they found a way to monetize the community. Now they've they sell physical tickets to these shows, weekly or whatever, and they make a lot of money doing that. They can now fund the content creation with the money that they make from these tickets for the comedy shows. Now, the rest of us, especially me, my biggest thing is how I'm going to monetize it, you know? Because it's not that easy, okay? It's Do not you like you can just... idea now, but in your mind, this is the direction. Have you, like, formed sense of purpose in the creations you're making? Uh, have I found stems of purpose? Yeah, I would say this is, to me, this is what I meant to do. This is just my thing. This is the key to everything else for me. This is what opens the doors to like, everything I want, movies, present, 
<laughs> do whatever you want. Now it's about attention and like the numbers and how many people really like your brand. You know, look at the Rock. Guys want the Rock to be president. This is a guy that started from WWE movies. Da da da. Look at him now. He could do whatever he wants. He has this brand of tequila. He has this da da da. So for me, this is my strategy right now. Even if it doesn't make financial sense at the moment, I'm willing to take a risk. Let me push it and see how far it goes. And there's no point at which I give up. The old, I, one of my favorite quotes, um, obviously the money is brutal. It's brutal. I'm, I've never been, hey man, there's never a month. This episode is very expensive. Like, you guys have to come here. You have to come here. You have to pay for this stuff. You have to do what? Exactly. And how are you going to make the money? When people in, the, in town ask you, are you going to make the money? But you have an answer. That's it. You never have an answer. You're just kind of hoping that to, at some point, it, uh, for me, I don't want to tell people. I just smile and tell them my hand doesn't make any money. Because it doesn't. You know, if you make... I had a... My most viewed video right now was when I was trying fast food. Yeah, it, yeah. No, street food. Street food yeah. in Kenya. It has like... It's, I, I don't know why it's going viral again this week, but it's going viral. Um, It has like half a million views, right? On that half a million views, you're making... Okay. According to what I told you guys before, <laughs> let's say you're making $500 from it. Yeah. How are you gonna do the next video? Because that five hundred dollars has just paid. All this done is just paid for the it. What about the next one? Where are you gonna get? Where are you gonna get that money from? What about paying a videographer? What about this? The camera breaks. Maybe buying another camera. Video. Uh, the laptop has an issue. You have to fix it. Da da da. You have to. Eh. The mic. All this stuff. It doesn't make any financial sense at the moment for me because of my form of content. I might switch. That money's making money though. <laughs> <laughs> shout out! Shout out! Um, but, yeah, um, it doesn't make too much financial sense right now, but obviously, there's things you could do about that. You could change your format. Like, I don't know if you know who Kaisen is. No. Okay. A lot of people now are moving in the U.S. They're moving from vlogs, like what I do, towards Twitch. Yeah. Streaming. Yeah. Because that's lower barrier to entry. You don't need as much money. You don't need to move out of the house to go and film this crazy content. Sit down. No, it has its own issues. Sit down, turn on the camera. 12 hours, you're going to sit down and just talk to people. You're going to stream for 12 hours every day, every day, every day, every day. So, um, a lot of people are moving towards that. Because the good thing about that is it's lower barriers. Entry, you need less stuff. You need less people involved in your content. You just sit down and talk to the camera. Your fans are the ones that make clips from the dumb stuff you say. You're reacting to music videos, Joshua Barker, just released whatever, react to that. Uh, the president said this, react to that, like kind of like Andrew Kibbit. React to that, react, 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 react. And with time in 12 months, you're not the biggest star, everyone cares about your opinion. Blah, blah, blah. I would switch to something like that, because right now my content takes a lot to make. But for me, even doing that, that isn't justified because my YouTube doing really well right now. Like, yeah. I need to focus on what's working. So yeah, um, I feel really passionate about it. I'm convinced it's my purpose, and there's one, there's a saying, you know, like, the only time, the only time you ever lose is when you quit. Mm -hmm. The only thing all, I don't, I don't like saying lose it, but the only, the only time you lose is when you quit. Just don't quit, just stick to it and keep going. I give myself these TED Talks every morning, bro, because it's so demanding, but also the love I be getting these videos. Like, I only have three videos, I only have four videos here in Kenya. But the love I get for yeah. crazy. Like every time I get out of yeah. the house. Yeah. Every time. 
It's I've just told you. It's really big. <laughs> everywhere have the Panda country. This is a really big country. This is a big country, right? <laughs> How many people could say that? Like, just four videos. People want their whole lives. I know. You know? So I'm really grateful for that opportunity. Like, I don't want to... I have this thing inside my head. I'm like, I don't want to let these people down. Like, I don't want to let my Ugandans down that put me on. They want to let Kenya down. So I really try to make the best stuff. I can't post content that I don't think is up to this. Mm. Yeah. So that man asks, what is like your process like to create content? I'm simple. The process to make the content is simple. But you're also really very way. involved, right? Like uh, you, you do the technical beats, the editing. How has, it, how has that been with uh, developing new skills, just adjusting to all this stuff? Like, yeah. I would say uh, it's not, with content creation, it's not too much that, okay, for me, for how I'm making content right now. Formulate the idea. I just think about the idea. I'm like, oh, fast food would really do well in Kenya. People love food. It's something. It's, it's okay. I like simple ideas at the moment. Mm-hmm. I'm not too big on like giant buildings. I'm not too big on that right now. I like simple ideas. Like something that people could just see and click. Some, sorry. Something people could just see in instantly and understand. So I did a video where I sent food to space. 30 kilometers. Yes. And then I did a video where I did fast food in Kenya. The bro. The viewership is drastically different. But which idea is more exciting? Sending food to space. It's way more exciting, but it's not easy for super for people for the ordinary person to understand. To understand. Yeah, okay. So you when they see okay. yeah, when they see a video like this guy sending food to space, what do they think? Like it's so unrelatable that they think is this no, they think it's like fake. Do you think it's fake? What the space? Like it's like a NASA thing? What do you mean? They can't understand it by just seeing the title, and it, that, it's not exciting enough to click. Yes. At least it's not convincing enough to click. But when you say I tried every single fast food in Kenya, ah, Kenya, that means Kenya people are excited about that. Even people that are not Kenyan, they want to see what's in Kenya. Yeah, <laughs> what's in Kenya? Um, every single fast food. That's like a big idea. Oh, so you try to let's see what this guy is saying. Like let's see what the fast food. They don't even click for you. It's just a click for the food, but then they stay for you. So I like I like like sim- it has to be. I don't even touch ideas. They're not simple now. I want the simplest version of an idea, but I do it really well. So I have this idea for a TikTok series that I'm gonna do soon. I wanna <laughs> I wanna do a small chat. I told you I'm a small chat. <laughs> I wanna do. I want to every. No one day before I do it, but feel free. Um, uh, actually, don't feel free. <laughs> but um, I want to eat. Uh, I want to do a series, like a daily series on TikTok, where I do where I eat as much chat every day. Yeah. But every every day, I double the number of chapatis and smokies. So, so I wanted to get to a crazy level where it's like, guys, today this is four chapatis. We're eating ten chapatis, ten smokies. Then the next day, guys, today is ten five. What today is day five? We're eating. 20 chapos, 24 kids, today, day 6, yeah. 50. Then, until we get to the point that we're eating 100 chapos with like 100 smokies. I'm so excited to do that. But the, uh, again, the reason I, I'm a bit hesitant on that is I'm going to spend the money on the time. Mm-hmm. I think, where's the money? I need to make this sustainable. You know what I mean? So, uh, can you like make one long form thing for YouTube for all the days? But then I'm just struggling to see how to make that exciting on YouTube. Mm-hmm. What do I title that? I don't know what to title really? I don't know how to make that. Okay, it really can only work with TikTok, really. Yeah. You break it down for Twitter for just maybe spoiler. Yeah. 
and Instagram. Because then in the report, mm. that is also the only way you can build engagement now. So Instagram mm. is saying having followers doesn't really matter mm. uh, from its analytics. Um, so it's what are people coming to do, right? Mm. So, and I come from the marketing world, and this is something we're doing with like, companies. So instead of just posting a Chibana and you do some copy there, which you can probably now just get from a large language model, you just have to like do a web series, right? Mm. Something people can just follow up on. Yes. Like 10, 10 best ways to build in Uganda. Then you start maybe by land, the process, then you go to uh, financing. So like something people are just going to like mm. day one, mm. we're on this, day two, we're on this, mm. day three, we're on this. And that's, that's what makes sense. I agree. No one really cares about the following anymore. It's yeah. so useless. I don't know why. Like, I don't even think people care anymore. But I agree. Like, uh, and back to my point. Um, how to formulate ideas. I try and make simple content that I can film. Now I'm, I, I edit. I edit alone. I, wow. I, uh, I have a videographer here in Kenya. So we film together, we have fun doing it, I edit and then put it out, next thing, like that, like that, like that. But I think I'm gonna focus on YouTube for now. YouTube's the only one that's currently paying the boy. Okay, so uh, I think this is like the second last question. Uh, explore the ethical, ethical, explore the ethical consideration of influencer marketing and sponsorships in the African context. What do you mean? Like, uh, explore the ethical considerations, like, uh, hmm. Will DSTV give you a job because you have grades? Things like that. Yeah. Uh, like, uh, yeah. Do you have to blee up the, 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 the efforts, yet that's the actual crowd you're communicating to? Things like that. Okay, so my message, influencer, yeah. message is very simple. I think if you're being, or if you're being authentic, you're authentic, so you're going to attract an, a crowd that likes that. If you're a guy that cusses a lot, if you're a guy that has whatever. Whatever your brand is, you're a good guy, let's say you're a good boy, you'll attract people naturally that like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, if you're Ugandan, post Ugandan content, you're going to attract Ugandans that like that. Or people that like that. Yeah. You know? So, I would say that be your authentic self. If you're going to be your authentic self, you're going to attract that. And likewise, you're going to attract brands that want to deal with that. Mm -hmm. So, it's, I don't really care about the DSTV da, 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 giving me a contract because this... That doesn't matter. You don't have no control over that again. Uh, Are you going to go and beg them? I really want a contract. No. Do the content that you like and do it really well that will attract a big enough audience that people care about you. And you're going to attract... The instead of DSTV, you're going to attract... If you have dreads and you're talking about dread content, you will attract the people that like watching that and you'll attract brands that, that want to... You'll attract hair companies. Yeah. Yeah. No one cares about... No one cares about trying to pander. People really don't like inauthentic like content. The, the people can tell when you're pandering to them. They can tell when you're lying to them. They can tell when you're not being genuine. So yeah, um, to anyone that wants to know about the ethical, da da da, just be yourself. Be yourself and just be... Be... Don't obviously mess with people on the internet, okay? Um, too much. But... Yeah, uh, don't worry about the brands. I guess they'll come with time. I try to not worry about these brands. Like, I can't make content for brands. I can't. Even if I have an idea that I think would be good for a brand, I'll reach out to them, but I will never chase them. What does that do? The only people you should be caring about are your audience. Period. DJ Academics. Um, again, I watched this thing where he was saying that uh, the only way to win is to win with the audience. Just win with the audience. Everything else falls in place. 
the audience could make, if you're looking for wealth, the audience could make you rich. It's the only thing that you could keep. If they ban you from YouTube, they'll look for you on King. If they ban you from King, they'll look for you on Rambo. But if the, the brand's what you have, and you have a controversy, and they don't like, and they cut you off, that'll be terrible. Look at Andrew T. Not to, but he was banned everywhere, bro. But people are such diehard fans of this guy that, like, they'll look for him wherever he goes. You know what I mean? And, and not just him. Makes sense. Yes. Not just him. Everyone else. As long as you have a strong Everyone enough community. Just want to work. Yeah. People will look for you, man. The platforms, everything, that's not things that you own. And obviously, I'm not telling people to be extreme. Don't be extreme. Yeah, let's be guided. But, um, yeah, care about your, your audience what matters. Your audience. If you win with the audience, you won. So you get to ask some questions. Bro. Ah. How come you came to Kenya for the pod? Well, I feel like that's the only way I'm going to like squeeze you down. Ah. You think about it and like, this guy has come. Ah. <laughs> so, What's so funny is yeah. I did the same thing for what am I this time last year. I looked for him. I was Uganda. I was like, he's in Kenya. And it was this time. It was December 26th. I uh, looked for him. I was like, bro, hopefully. I need so I was him. thinking maybe maybe he's going to fly down for like Christmas. In my mind, like, if he comes to Uganda, it's going to be hard to have this podcast conversation. Let me I don't know what people think that. I mean, that's what people find him. Let me find him where he is. Um, like, what's you have to think about? Okay, he's coming. I like the effort. I like, I, you have to respect it. Yeah. Um, but also, um, I wasn't doing too many podcasts. Yeah, you also like you 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 had told me this before, like mm-hmm. right when I reached out first, mm-hmm. and it made sense. You're like, oh, no, I'm not really like I'm not in that space, so I understand. Sometimes that. you're not in the headspace to be. I mean, TV has called me, and I'm like, no man, like I don't have anything to share. Yeah, so at this point, yeah, I don't. Yeah, I get that. I get that. Um, yeah, but I really want to collaborate more. Like, I really want to collaborate a lot this year. So. Oh, hit me up, guys. If you yeah, to this. That guy wants to collaborate a lot. <laughs> hit me, hit me up. Um, I want to dedicate like a lot of time to say collabs. Yeah. Okay. So the last big conversation question is what is legacy? Uh, what kind of legacy are you trying to leave behind? Legacy, what are you behind? Yeah, I haven't really thought about this at the moment, but I would say. I think I want to do interesting things in Africa at the moment. I think I really want to make really good content for them, like undeniable content. I just want to do undeniable. What do you think about Africa? What do you mean? That is as plain as it is. Like, what do I think about Africa? What do you think about Africa? Oh, such a general question. Mm-hmm. I think Africa is the most beautiful place on the planet. I think that we have a lot of genetic. I don't want to be the technical, but we have a lot of genetic diversity. So Africa is so interesting to me from that perspective. Did you know that we have the Africa has the most genetic diversity on the planet, which basically means that it like you are so genetically different from someone in Nigeria that you are basically from different continents. Like your genetics. I thought it felt like we're almost the same. Yeah, you look like the same. But I saw this in a podcast. Um, I think I saw this on. Joe Rogan? Come on, talk about genetics. We, like, think about it like this. In Africa, we have the tallest people on the planet. Right? From South Sudan. Yeah. Right? Right next to them, we have the shortest genetic people on the planet, Congo. Yeah. Even, like, even you and Nigerian, we, bro, we are so different genetically. 
so different. Like, Africa is so interesting to me. I've never then, made such an observation, by the way. So <laughs> interesting. Oh, this is a nearly rash test to talk about it. Yes. Anyway, so yeah, this is so interesting to me. I think it's so interesting how we still, even if we're so genetically different, we're still so similar in a lot of ways. Africans be supporting Africans, even though we be fighting a lot on Twitter and jokes. We support each other a lot. There's still so much to discover. Look at Congo. Look at Congo, like, that's such an unexplored gem. South Africa is so beautiful. Morocco is also in its own thing. Nigeria is hardworking as hell. Uh, Uganda, Kenya, the culture, the how switched up people are there. Tanzania. Bro, this place is... I really think that there's a lot of potential here. I read... Someone was telling me that, um, also economically, Africa, like the greater like African region, is like... I think it's like a $3 trillion economy, the way they project it, like... In terms of the politics, I think that uh, that African, you know, the African Union and us congregating as well, I don't think that will ever be a thing, at least in my lifetime, because of all these different leaders and stuff. Yeah. No one wants to give up power. But do you feel like, though, it's a good thing? I think it would be a good thing. The travel, one generalized oh, yeah. economy. I've just seen in South Africa now, Kenyans are the most tourists after they... they they scrapped the visa. Yeah, these guys have a lot. They have very good connections with Canada. You know that. You see all the food, the food brands, Pizza Inn, Da 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 Da, Uh All those are coming from SA. I did not. I don't like Pizza Inn is from SA. Correct me if I'm wrong. But um, I think Aditas and those are from. Anyway, I don't know. But yeah, um, Africa very interesting place for me. That's my home, and I'm gonna do such amazing content everywhere. I don't even care, bro. Everywhere, kind of like what Amaya did. Yeah. Put my own twist to it. I, I like making stuff, so if I could make things in those countries, that would be nice. Alright. Yeah. Uh, additionally, I think that also, I'm so interested to start an actual brand, like a physical brand, with time. I think that's definitely one of my goals. I've never even said this out loud, but I think I would like to start a physical brand and for my social media, see how that does. See how it does in the shelves of the media. It, it kind of like felt you had started that radioactive, right? Yeah, but also I'm I wasn't I'm not to the point that I can influence it that much. Like if what am I started like <laughs> I don't know, what am I give me credit if you what am I start like seriously started like a great company or like whatever. Whatever you want. And could get that on the different shows in in Africa. And really pushed it. Oof. Yeah. It'd be making bank, right? But even even what am I I would say that he'd still definitely have a lot to do. You know, he still have a lot to do in regards to like the branding and everything, everything. The I I, I mean not his brand, mm-hmm. but like the branding of that yeah. product because yeah. because even if he's larger than life, what am I? I mean, even Fenty has to, you know, like get that. the different markets. Yeah. It's, it's so different from Namibia, it's different from Uganda, it's different from Ghana, different from Nigeria. So like, there'd still be a lot of work to do. Um, but yeah, that's something I really want to do. You're really passionate about Africa, right? Yeah. I remember yesterday, the African boy. African boy. <laughs> <laughs> I still have my costume here. I moved it into China. <laughs> I have like a, I have my costume there. If I ever lack content, I'll just do it. I have a good idea. Okay, so I told uh, Antonio to like think of a big question. Mm. We'll have to ask you at the end, so maybe just pass in the mic. Okay. Ah! <laughs> I am so dead. Uh-huh. <laughs> He's an ambush. He didn't actually ask. Him. <laughs> I asked him. Uh-huh. You see, um, I happen to be a condom ambassador. Hey. 
positive living mm-hmm. who live the chicken eggs mm-hmm. but most important i'm now focusing more on changing the condom messaging i believe you're sexually active uh no i'm a good boy you're a good boy well a lot of people have trouble with discussing condom and that basically is why we have a lot of stigma in the country my question to you would have been what do you think would be the best messaging for condom to push the agenda on prevention to push the agenda on uh, protection or to push condom as a pleasure tool ah that's a good question okay that's a good question i would say i would think about it like this what are human beings what appeals to them i think people Okay, there's different types of human beings. There's fear there's people that are motivated by fear, by how much they fear things, and then there's people that are motiv- uh, that are motivated by what's the, what's the opposite of fear? By reward. So you'd have to appeal to those two different audiences. There's people that are, that cuz like you know, what I mean by that is there's people that make decisions based off of how much they fear the outcome. Like if I do this, I really don't want to get arrested. I'd rather not do it than get arrested. And then there's people that like me, I'm mostly mot- motivated by a uh, reward. What will I get for that? So you'd have to find a way to appeal to those two. Those are two different. And I think you you must be doing a good job with both. I think you just got to give us an answer without telling us where you belong. But you mentioned you are more reward. So you're the pleasure person. You'd use condom because it enhances pleasure. If I was able to establish how that works for you. And then there are people who are scared of getting pregnant or scared of contracting HIV. They would use condoms. Yes, 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 yes. yes, 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 yes. So you're a pleasure guy. I would so. be a uh, very more reward motivated. Reward. Reward. Do you know that there is a, a resemblance between engine oil and condom? What? I mean, what does engine oil do to vehicles? It's about performance. Jesus. Uh-huh. And then engine oil mm-hmm. is about protecting the engine, right? Engine oil also stops the engine from rusting. Yeah? Yes. And uh, when you drive a vehicle that has good engine oil, performance is also awesome. So you derive pleasure out of driving. Those are the same things you get from Honda. <laughs> You put it so well, actually. <laughs> thank you, thank you, thank you. So we, 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 when we go out there now, I want us to change the narrative. Let's stop telling guys use condom because you will not get AIDS. Let's tell them use condom because of the four P's. Performance, pleasure, protection, prevention. That's Just like really the engine smart. oil. Yes. That's actually really smart. You know, even the fact that... Take the microphone back. <laughs> <laughs> thank so you, thank you. you. I feel like you cater to all the audiences. I think you're appealing to all, you, all of them. Good job, good job, good yeah. job. Obviously, I, I tried to answer my best way. No, like, I really don't know too much. No, you got it right. Because, you see, when we talk about HIV or talk about condom use, we're looking at uh, cohorts from the age of 15 up to 59. Mm. But mostly, we always look at 15 to 49. Mm. Because at 15, people are sexually active. And uh, in most spaces, they can actually make decisions on their own. So we create conversation that is able to help them in terms of condom access, condom use, and condom disposal. Okay. Yeah.
Okay. Thank you, thank you, thank you. All right, all right, Raymond, thank you, by the way. Yeah. Moses will also ask you on a recording, then we end. My questions won't get done. My questions won't get done. One for the camera, one off the camera. Just make sure that it's set in. Okay. Yeah. Focus, okay. Okay. Yeah. Close the mic. Yeah. Focus, okay? Yeah. Focus, right? Uh, I'll say, first of all, it's my first time to be on Big Cop. I'm already behind the camera. Yeah, you guys will watch my episode. Anyways, uh, Raymond, it's very good to meet you. I've already been wanting to meet you. Thank you, thank you. Uh, when Mark told me we were going to Kenya, to shoot Raymond, I'm like, actually, that's it. Okay. He ended so many things he was doing. <laughs> I was like, you know, because that took a sorority. You get, but I was like, oh no, I have to go to Kenya and be Raymond. Thank you. But uh, before I go to my questions, people are asking, but isn't Raymond a Ugandan? Why is he in Kenya? You get, why can't we, why can't you do the episode? Why can't you do the episode in Uganda? But whoever has watched the episode, he has given you all the reasons why you should be in Kenya. And you know, I also want to move to Kenya. But uh, I don't. I don't want the message to be to move to Kenya. I like that's not my goal. I w- the message here is to think about things logically and like for me, I did a lot of content in Uganda. Like I did content in Uganda for like two years, and again, like I I like moving. Like I like doing different things. I don't want to do the same thing over. I the when I left when I left Uganda. At that point, I remember feeling like, hey, like, what more do I have to offer? Like, what different thing could I do? And I was thinking from a point of desperacy. So I didn't like that. So I was like, okay, let me try in Kenya. Let's see the other. And it really took off. So the message isn't to tell Uganda to move from Kenya. Not to Kenya. No, 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 no. You could achieve success anywhere. It's to think about things logically, where you want to be, where you are, and just go ahead and chase your dream. Okay, so my question. Uh, I will try to pick one that is going to, let me say what other people want to know, not just me. Uh, this whole thing of doing content, you get, we see Raymond come over there as a very good content creator. Thank you. Yeah, but uh, I don't know if you're doing this as a way of business, are you doing this as a way of passion? What, what takes you out there? Because at the end of the day, we only money to survive, mm. you get. So by the time you're going to invest all this time, I'm an editor, I'm a content creator, I know what it means to edit Thank videos, you. you get. You're not going to sit, the kind of videos you do, you're not going to sit and finish them in one week, mm. you get. My clients usually get, when we do work, I want to work like for him on Kaoma, and expect it in five days, you get. Like, that's impossible. That's impossible. It's impossible. Guys. You didn't ask, but you, yeah, you made like a submission. <laughs> yeah, actually, but yeah, uh-huh. so you complain uh, to your clients. How how do you do this It's I mean this so for me it's like this. I think with life and to answer your question, I think if you want to do something like content creation, obviously it should start from why you're doing it. Why you're doing it. If you're doing it for the right reasons, right, then you can get into it as a business. You know what I mean? I, uh, I'm not look. This is not business advice, okay? But I'm looking at this like I'm looking at it like this. This is a career for me, and I would like to make this financially feasible. Mm-hmm. As with every other content creator, the Mr. Beast who 
yeah. Logan Paul, all those guys. Um, what am I uh, crazy getting a flag for? I would like to make this a business, but it started off as the decision making was okay. I'm going to do this as a business because I enjoy doing it. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. It's because I enjoy doing this that I want to make it a business. Because you could do anything you wanted. You could do, you could be a businessman in downtown. But you chose this because you like it. Mm. I'm not to say that you didn't like the other one. It's that you see there's something about this that appeals to you. You know? So for me, this is a career path that I like. I like, I like being on camera. It was terrible at first. Like the first two years when they turned on the camera, I'd say nothing. I'd be talking to them, nothing. Then you start sweating profusely in your life. It was crazy for me, bro. I don't even know at this point. So how do, you, but, how do you do it? Do you have a team? No, I just have a videographer uh, in Kenya here, and that's that. But it's, it's just persistence. Like, the point that I'm at isn't even where I want to be, but it's just persistence. Like, with time, you get better at being on camera. You just... So let's say the times when um, you want to do some content from your videographers. This is something mm. you get. Mm. So I'm going to assume you're going to film yourself and uh, you're going to edit yourself. What I'm asking here, I'm, I'm guessing you have all the skills mm. to set the camera mm. and uh, to do the editing, mm. right? Mm. And uh, I could also do the same thing, but this sets us apart as we're different kind of content. We're both content creators, mm. but in a different way. Where? What you do is different from what I do. Mm. Because me, I'm a person that is going to rely more on clients. I'm only clients. Yes, I would like to do stuff like you, but I think I'm too busy with my clients. Yeah, and obviously none is better than the other. It's just what you want to do right now. That's your business model. There's a there's there's content creators that make cameras. Like for him he's a content creator a creator but he works in cameras. He knows what will make the canon nice, the color profile, da, 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 da. Then there's me who wants to be in front of the camera. Then there's you who wants to kind of do both. You kind of want to like film people, but and all of them you could find fulfillment in that. As long as you're in the space, you know. As long as you're in this space, you love it. You know what I mean. Yeah. You can do all of those right. things. Karen, so this is not my show. My questions won't get done. Honestly. You get. It. Okay. So let's stop here. I hand over the mic back to you. Okay. All right, so, brother. Thank you, Raymond. Thank you. Really. Mm. Uh, this is first of all, this is a solid conversation. Thank you. I appreciate you. Your favorite guest first. Uh. Am I your favorite guest? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Ah, nah, you took too long, bro. You took too I long. I did to save myself. It's a lie. You just, like, you skipped it to me like I was going to say, man, like, <laughs> you are my favorite guest. <laughs> ah, it's a lie, bro. That, that guest. I, I don't believe you. But you, this has been the best conversation I've had in content creation. Oh, thank you. But because also you like, like, the biggest content creator, right? right? Like you are referring. To us, that's that's amazing. I'm honored that you think that. Ask him if he's a celebrity. Yes. Uh-huh. No, ask, ask him. Are you calling him? Ask him if he's a celebrity. Do you feel like you're a celebrity? No. You are. I feel like celebrity is like. Every time I think of celebrity, I think of musician. Damn, right? Yeah, like Calligraph Jones. Like, those are celebrities, bro. Those are guys that can't walk in town. Yeah, bro. I'm walking down right now. We're going walking. But those, there's guys that South East all those guys can't walk in town. But these days, when you walk in town, like, oh, <laughs> no, for me it's more like if I find someone, let's say I happen to, and yeah. most of the time I don't. If I find someone that likes me, they'll be like, oh, I like your content, bro. Like, good job, good job. But like celebrities, are... <laughs> hey, that's like Saudi soul, bro. Okay, man, thank you, thank you. Really. All right, boys, this has been nice. Yeah. Thanks for having me on. <laughs>